Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Forever Fulham podcast. Today, me and Hal will be discussing our first post-lockdown win against um, West London rivals QPR, and we'll be previewing Birmingham at home tomorrow. Yeah, so today, as Rocco said, we will be reviewing that game against QPR and previewing that game against Birmingham tomorrow. So I think we should start for that game against uh, QPR, which I thought it started horribly. 50 seconds gone on the clock and already we're 1-0 down with Hugo getting above Reed and scoring a goal. I mean, you could tell in Rodak's eyes that he was very disappointed with the defence. Rocco, what did you think as a whole on that? Well, it was exactly how we started last time against QPR. We conceded, I think, three minutes in in, in, the, in the home leg. And when we go away, we conceded like 50 seconds or something. And I think just, it Reen's been quite terrible this season overall for me. Yeah. And that just summed up his performance. He just, he didn't look hungry for the ball. He just let Hugo get above him. It was quite an easy header, to be honest, into the net. It kind of just bobbled into the corner. And... um yeah, I was I was just turning on the t- turning on TV and, and it went in. It was just so suddenly and um, yeah. yeah, our starts definitely need to be better. Luckily, we turned it around, but we but can't we keep We got to know though that although we won, we did concede in the 50th seconds. And Fulham's a team which before that QPR game, we had only won one game from. Now that's obviously two, but I think we just can't. Because Fulham coming back isn't a good thing. Because to be honest, one of our goals was quite lucky. I think obviously um, Christie coming in with another great goal, which I think was a they're good goals, but I think they could be a bit lucky. And we just can't start like that because it's just not a good start to the game, and it's just really depressing to be honest. But I think as we got into the game, I thought we were all over them, and we could have actually scored a couple more. Um, I thought Harrison Reed again was brilliant. These did you, Rocco? Was he your man? Or who was your man of the match? I actually, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that gives man match to like the big goal scorers, but I have to give it to Christie this time because he came into the side. He hasn't started in, since before lockdown, and um, he just he, he surprised me a lot. I, I didn't expect him to be so attacking minded because like he came in and he. Even I think even before the goal, he had a few shots on goal in the first half, and it really surprised me because usually he's quite like passive at the back, like passes it around. But he just bombed forward and crossed it in a bit. It reminded me a bit of Fredericks, and I thought he could be uh, definitely a future uh, like long-term right back for us if he continues performing like that. Because and that strike into the bottom corner that was just that that was brilliant, especially yeah. when Chris Christian I think the most surprising unexpected goals, goal scorers. Definitely. I think it was a great goal from Christie. I think it was his first goal for the club, to be honest. And I think it's a great way to start off coming back from lockdown and proving Scott Parker that he's worthy to be in the starting lineup. Same with Harry Arter coming back after lockdown, proving to Scott Parker that he he should be in the starting lineup of our best players. And that is true. It was really good how we scored both those goals. But near to the end, I thought we could have... 1-4-1 because we were in the corners we could put it in we had tons of space to shoot and everything but we were just decided to time waste which is maybe a good tactic because QPR could have got us on the counter-attack but I think it was good but what was dangerous with our defence near to the end which is shown in every game is that 
they hit the crossbar QPR near to the end with a header. And that was when my heart just almost came out. It was so scary. Yeah, well, I, I just... I, the annoying thing about Fulham is that when we go in front, we put, like, seven defenders on. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, Lamarchand comes on for, like, who was it, Bobby Reed or something? It was like, he's just so, yeah. like, extreme with the defence. And, okay, yeah, we want to keep on the lead, but no no disrespect to QPR, but, like, we can hold on without needing seven extra defenders or whatever. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but... Like every time we go in front, it's really annoying because we just don't want to score another goal and we just yeah. try to keep. I know it's good that we want to get the win, but we don't need to go so extreme. We're just holding back. I'm definitely with you because it, it, it is the best football to watch is when your team is playing so well and just having so many chances of scoring goals. But as soon as we score a goal, it's just ended and you're like, well, this is going to be the rest of a, a boring match. But I know it's, it's it's amazing to get the win, but just to see, I think, I think we could have maybe tried attacking more rather than uh, all that stuff in the in the corners where we were just wasting time. Um, McCoy, do you have anything more to add on the on the um, game against QPR? I just thought um, it wasn't definitely wasn't our best performance in recent times. Obviously, we won; it was our first win since lockdown, but. There's still a lot to improve for me. Hector and Reem are still really shaky at the back. Even, even I, I thought Hector would be good after lockdown, but he's definitely been worse than I expected. Um, a lot of the defence, just except Christie, just still seem a bit shaky. And I'm still worried. Like I wasn't really that satisfied after the win because it wasn't a great win. Like it was good, but not great. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a a good win, as you said. But I think it was just. It was just a nice feeling to get three points, let's say. Not necessarily a brilliant game, but a nice feeling to get three points. Um, And then hopefully we can get three points at the Cottage on Saturday against Birmingham City. It's going to be a very tough because Birmingham City, they are a decent team. And in previous seasons, they've done a lot better than they are doing now. Obviously, losing a couple of players uh, in previous years like Rodriguez um, and um, losing Shea Adams. So I think it was it would still be a tough one because they do have some good players like Dukiewicz. Don't know how to pronounce it, but anyway, I think I think we should win. Rocco, what about you? Yeah, well, it, it's a must win for us. If if we want to, I know automatic promotion is still probably out of reach, but if we want to still go for that and keep that momentum, if we're going to the playoffs, every yeah. every game is important in the last. Lot. All the last few games are important because it's just momentum going into probably we're going to be in the playoffs. We just need that momentum. And um, Mitrovic is banned again. I think he's banned for three games, so he's going to be banned for this one and Forrest as well. So yeah. Bobby Reed, the thing about Bobby Reed, I just think he was quite low on confidence on Tuesday. Yeah. And um, I hope Kamara's fit. He's probably not going to be fit again. He's probably still going to get the squad. But I just hope Bobby Reed's bit more confident on Saturday and has been a few more shots involved. Yeah, I think that Bobby Reed has been good recently, but I think he has been missing his chances and he has been missing some good chances. I really do hope Kamara can come back in and play at striker, but I have realised that I think it's not as good with Kamara and striker. I think he's better on the wing because he's more isolated up front and has less time to run and be powerful. Like he, That's what a player he is, to be honest. Powerful, quick. Um, so, yeah. 
But I think, but hopefully, as you said, Bobby can be more confident. He can finish finish his chances and prove to Scott Parker that um, he can. He is a good backup if Mitrovic gets injured. Striker for Bristol and Cardiff, but it doesn't really seem like that when he plays for Fulham. Hmm. He seems better in the wing or centre attacking mid or Definitely. somewhere around the striker, but not actually, not actually being the striker. I think there's a better better yeah. position for him. I think I'm going to go with my... I think we'll start Cavalero on the left. Absolutely brilliant last game. Um, with Bobby Reed up top, Knockout on the right wing, Kearney, Arter and Reed. Um, sorry, uh, obviously Harrison Reed. Um, and then at the back we'll have... Um, we will keep Christian, but I think we'll have um, Brian. We will still have... Reem, I'd rather a doy, but we will have Reem. I can tell Scott Park will pick him. So Brian, Reem, Hector, and Christie. I just think I want a doy on the side instead of Reem, but I don't think Scott Parker has the guts to do that because of how well they know each other and how much of. Because to be honest, like it is like we have to create Reem because he has been playing badly, but he is such a legend to the club. What he's done for us, pretty amazing. So. But I think that's my lineup, Rocco. What about you? What do you think? Your what's your lineup? What do you think it's going to be like? Uh, well, your point about knockout on the right wing. Apparently, I heard rumours that we're going to sign him like permanently for like yeah. ten point five million. Yeah, so which, I've heard that. for me, I'm not so sure to be honest. I pre- definitely prefer to get Harrison Reed permanent because knockout's been good this season. But he's he's kind of been quite inconsistent. Like some games he's been great, some games he's been a bit like. Just hasn't been in the game or been a bit selfish. And I just think maybe, maybe not let him go, but just have a bit more time until the end of the season until we actually sign him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think it's kind of a strange one to make because I don't think he's. If we do get promoted, I do not think he's that Premier League material that we need on that right wing. And if we do sign him, it's and f- for knockout. Let's be honest. Nottingham Forest got Joe Lolly for five hundred k. We're signing Anthony Knockhart, who's probably even not as good as Joe Lolly, for ten point five million. Ten point five million, we could get so someone a lot better who fits our team very well. Because Knockhart, I just he's very good, but when he cuts inside and shoots quite a lot of the time, which is good because he might score, he just misses a lot of the time and he kind of wastes our chances. But he was very encouraging to the side against QPR and he did play well compared to him. But I I think we should have made a step forward first with Harrison Reed rather than Knockhart. Yeah, so my lineup, I'd, I'd still include Knockout in the starting lineup because we haven't got many options. We haven't got a lot of depth recently in the squad because a lot of people have been injured or suspended, like Mitrovic. And um, Bobby Reed, I think he'd have to play up top because he's the only really option we have. I'm guessing Kamara will be injured. Injured. Um, Cavalera left wing. Yeah. And uh, the midfield, I'd have the same as you uh, Harrison Reed, Arter, and Kenny just in front. Yeah, and um, the back four. I'm not so sure about Brian recently. I just think at left back he he's really good going forward and crossing in, getting those assists for like Mitrovic and the attackers. But yeah. defensively, I still think there's there's a lot to be done for him, and um, that's why I just think Adoy's Adoy's much better defensively. He's a bit more safe, maybe, yeah. but maybe not as maybe not as good as attacking attacking wise, but. I think he's just better to put a left back with Reem. He's going to be in the tech too, which is still 
pick, not that convincing, but Parker's obviously going to pick them. Uh, yeah. Christy at right back, obviously, and Rodak and goal. Yeah, I think I just want to talk about Doy. Like, I do think I think he's like one of my favourite players. To be honest, I think he's he's such a good player. He's got a great leap on him, and I think he's 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 actually quite good going forward because he knows when's enough to go, hmm. when's um and like where to be on the pitch. But I do. I think Brian recently. You're right. He he was terrible against Leeds defensively, um, and I do think that Doy's the better choice. But I just got this feeling that Scott Parker is going to choose Brian. I just I I don't know. To be honest, he could choose Doy because of how well because our first win back against. Um, actually, I think I'm going to go with the Doy because our first game back was sorry, our third game back. It was our first win coming back. Um, yeah. So I will go with the team. That, um, so, yeah, that's my team. But, Rocco, what is your score prediction? I think this game is going to be quite boring, as usual. <laughs> as Fulham have been quite recently, it's been a bit boring. Um, and I'm going to go for a 1-0 win. I think we'll, we'll get the three points. I don't think it's going to be a great performance, a bit like QPR. We'll grind out yeah. three points. I don't think Bobby is going to score. I think, I think Knockout will score. I've, I've got a feeling Knockout, maybe like second half, midway through second half, will get the winner. Hold on, probably put loads of defenders on and just get another one to win. To be honest. How about you? So, I know that Birmingham are the best team, but like against Leeds, it wasn't that Leeds were the better side. It was just that Fulham had so many chances, but we just couldn't finish them. I think it could be the same against Birmingham. I do think that Birmingham will hit us hard first, hit harder than we will, and they will surprise us. And I do think they'll get the first goal. And after that first goal, I, I don't see us coming back. I think Birmingham will get a second. Oh so, yeah, I know this might sound crazy, but I'm going 2-0 Birmingham, to be honest. Obviously, obviously wow. I want us to win, but that game against Leeds, those... So they, um, obviously, we were playing Beth. It surprised us um, on the break. And um, and after that 1-0 goal against Leeds, you could tell that something had twitched in our defence or something. We didn't have motivation. Um, I mean, we've had so many chances. But when they came on the counter-attack, it was just simple to score another goal. So I just, I think it just might be 2-0 Birmingham. Yeah, well, I, thought we I need those three points. As they say, always expect the unexpected. <laughs> and that's what you've done. Um, yeah. But I just, I think that's the most negative score prediction in the history of Forever Film podcast. No, really. but, um... you the other week, mate, but predicting leads, like what was the score? Did you yeah. it, was, it was right. To I think be... I predicted 2-1. But yeah, let's, let's, let's stay negative, Hal. Come on. 2-0 Birmingham. Love it. Obviously, I think, <laughs> I think we need these three points, to be honest. We, we really yeah. do need these if we want. I think we. I don't think we will go high in the league because obviously, uh, Forest are a lot higher goal difference than us, and I think they will win at the weekend. But I just think we need these three points to kind of threaten other teams. Otherwise, teams in the I think we're just a joke and um, know where our weaknesses are. So we need to show that we're powerful, even if we're not. Yeah. So yeah, and I also it's necessary. Also, Forest are after Birmingham, and that's a huge game if you want to. That's a massive playoff rival game because yes, they're on the same amount of points as us. 
Yeah, so we'll be doing that with the Birmingham game, and that'll be that'll be a big game. Yeah, I'm actually yeah, quite excited for that. Well, for everyone listeners, we will not tell you anything about Forest game so far. If you want to hear about the Forest game, we will be doing a podcast. Me and Rocco together, mm-hmm. by the way, um, uh, and we will be doing a podcast together. Um, yeah, together for the first yeah. time in a long time. Um, in the, the suburbs of Lisbon. Yeah, in the suburbs of Lisbon, it's going to be. We'll be watching the Forest game together, and it's brilliant because it's free to listen to us on Spotify. So that's brilliant. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And we'll see you next week. You whites. You whites.